The lumpy 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 Hi, everybody. Welcome to our second episode back from our extended break. This year, this one, me, I am Sarah Stark. And I am Natalie Mills. And you're listening to the Lumpy Mother Podcast. Yay. The podcast where we get to share all the things motherhood, what we're learning, what we're doing. And we think you'll be able to relate. Oh, yeah. A absolutely. Lot. <laughs> to, to all the things. Yeah. We're talking about the good. We're talking about the bad. We're talking about the random. The funny. The absurd. Yeah. Um, we, Absolutely. So I'm a mom of two kids. I have one son, Franklin. He's about 21-ish months. And then one daughter, Evie, who's almost four now. Yeah. And then I have four kids. I have Ava, who is my nine-year-old daughter. I have Henry, who is my eight-year-old son. I have Harrison, who is my seven-year-old son. And I have Charlie, who is my two-year-old. And then we're also hosting an exchange student. So I have like a fifth bonus daughter oh this my school year. Yeah. So Amazing. it's a lot of people in our house. There's so many people. So many guys are so busy. It's a lot of food. <laughs> oh Constantly. my gosh. So how this works is each week you will share either yes, a no, or a hello. Mm -hmm. We'll only do one topic. And for about 30 minutes each episode. Yeah. It's great. It's great. So Am I going fun. first this week? Yes. Okay. You are. So I want to talk about something that um, I have <laughs> to it? do for it? myself every so often. Um, and I thought of this topic when I, because like once a month, once every other month, my body and the hormones that are inside of my body convince me the only thing that will make me happy is another baby. <laughs> <laughs> I go through that too. Yes. Mm -hmm. And it and it's just, and I don't know what it is. No, the only thing. But my body is like, you know what you need. <laughs> Is a baby. That's the only thing that will bring you joy is another baby. Without it, your life will be meaningless. Without it, my life will be meaningless. And so um, in those situations, usually I, at least on, because, uh, you know, it lasts a few days. What, like two or three days. And I usually send Nick at least one text message that's like, give me another baby. <laughs> and the problem is every so often he responds like, Maybe. And then, of course, that makes you it worse. You have one job, Nick. You have one job, Nick. You are, job. you are supposed to say no when I ask for babies. <laughs> you don't have yeah. these female hormones telling you. Well, I yeah. don't know. Men are supposed to, like, create lots of babies, right? Well, yeah. I think, like, what's They're the word? spread their seed. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, um, yeah, so most of the time he ignores me now. He's learned that okay. he can't say yes to me. <laughs> Otherwise, we will end up with nine children. <laughs> And, um, and not enough vehicles. And not enough vehicles or food for any of them. So, um, it's yeah, it's a problem. Um, so I started making like mental lists of all of the reasons why I don't need another baby. Like all of the things that make raising humans really difficult. And it's become a lot easier recently because Charlie is in the like <laughs> middle of the terrible twos. He cool. Nick is convinced he's the worst of all of our kids of of the twos. And I do think that that's probably true, probably because we are the most lenient with him than we were with any of the other kids. I felt like we had this really strict, super structured life with all the other ones when they were in that age range. And um, Charlie doesn't have that. So he does whatever he wants. <laughs> and I am not 
being sarcastic when I say that. He he's just like a monster. He's a monster. Um, he he's such a cute little monster. But like but the absolutely. daycare, we picked him up one day. Nick picked him up and he got home and he was like, "So daycare told me that um, when they ask him to do something, every so often he yells no at them and then growls." And they were like, "It's so funny." And we were like, "No, it's not. If he's doing that to you." Imagine what he's behaving like at home with his parents. And so, and that's the thing. And the kids think it's funny most of the time. So that like eggs him on because they laugh at him. Mm -hmm. Um, And so it's just turned into this thing. There was one day that I had to physically open his mouth because he, he doesn't bite the kids, but he bites like their things. And every so often he'll lick someone. And so he bit onto (laughs) Ava's pajamas like just her pajamas. And so she was trying to get away and he was holding onto it like a dog on his hands and knees. But like it was stretching behind her because he wouldn't, I had to open, I had to physically get my hands and open his jaw to get him to let go of her pajamas. And it's like, this is just day to day with him. He's just, I mean, he is a monster. And so, um, so it's making it easier and easier. So like things on my list of why having another baby is a horrible idea. Um, Of course, you have things like not being able to fit into your clothes for at least a year, which drives me crazy. Um, Diapers all over again, breastfeeding all over again, which I hate. (laughs) Um, And then like paying another daycare for another kid all over again. Um, but then we get to the things like the sleepless nights. Usually that's enough to make me be like, no, I understand now. This is a bad idea. Yeah. Can't do that. Rationally, I don't think anyone would have kids. Yeah. If we think about that too much. on our list. Yeah. Snuggles and cute baby sounds. Yeah. Just don't cut it. Well, and that's the problem is like, cause then I think. Until you feel it. I feel like you have to have the emotion accompanying it, but I'm not encouraging It's worth it (laughs) for my children that are currently out there and listening to it. You're worth it. You are so worth all of it. But another one might not be. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But if, we, but if you have another one just for like a future yeah. posterity of that child's mental health. It's, I don't know if posterity is the right word. But, but we love but you. We love you. Yeah. If you You're, were a surprise, you were meant to be you, I can guarantee you, you were a happy surprise. Um, yeah. You just not, might not be able to eat. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. We have, if you have to choose half of the kids get lunch and half of them get dinner, you, you can't have all, you can't have you'll both. be fine. Yeah. Um, so then there's things like, um, teaching someone to eat with the spoon again, which I, I hate do that right now. washing bottles, which I absolutely hate. Um, all of the little sock laundry, like the socks, washing all of those little baby socks and you lose three fourths of them somehow. You're always buying more socks. It's the worst. Um, so we have things like that. Um, Charlie, I mean, just everything in the, t- the, we are trying to potty train right now. And he is just, he has, wants none of it. He mm-hmm. wants none of it. Ugh. So, um, and there was like this magical day where he peed on the potty twice at daycare. And they sent us messages. They were like, it was so exciting. He got stickers. So we tried, it was, that was a Friday. We tried when we got home refused refused to sit on the potty and i not, bribed him no. with everything not he didn't Anything want any of it for potty yeah training i feel like yeah oh 100 <laughs> percent. and so then um this last week he was there and when i picked him up this last friday they were like yeah now he he won't even like walk into the bathroom anymore 
<laughs> so what is happening? It's just it's the worst. Yeah. It's so horrible. So and even things like teething and how horrible the whole teething process is. And I just like trying to go places when they're newborns and how horrible it is. So, so yeah, so every so often, and that, that just recently happened again to me where my body was like, you should have another baby. It will be, <laughs> I'm sure it won't be anything as exhausting as the last, even though you're older now. And, and don't forget all of the health things you mm-hmm. go through during pregnancy. You get so sick. You've gotten sicker yes. with every child. Like it would yeah. be so hard. And I, and now I'm on like blood pressure medication, which I oh, never yeah. was before. So and that I don't would, think you're supposed to get pregnant see, on see No, the one medicine. that I'm currently on, you're not. It's really, yeah. They, they, I had to have a special meeting with my doctor that was like, are you taking precautions not to get pregnant? Because it will be bad if you do. Yeah. And so, um, yeah. So, anyways, all that to say, um, I, this well, is like, you know how we solve this, Nick. <laughs> yes. Snip, snip, snip. We know how we solve it. Yeah, yeah. And then you don't have to be on any birth control and crazy hormones. <laughs> you just get to yeah. Him. So, my husband, I think he told me I could share this. I'll I'll, <laughs> con- I'll confirm. But he had a vasectomy. Twenty uh, twenty Christmas twenty 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 twenty. I guess was it during COVID? Yeah. Okay. Um, but it was like a year into it. So yeah, yeah. Know. So that would make sense. Yeah. Um, and so Natalie and our friend Nora and, and I were just <laughs> sending each other memes as I was waiting for him to get released from his vasectomy <laughs> uh, appointment um, of uh, different rose snipping and yeah. <laughs> all the snips you could find. It was yeah. I thoroughly I'll- enjoyed it until I saw poor Ben because oh my gosh. No, don't say that because Nick listens to this oh, and I really uh, need him to have Nick, this Nick, he was fine. It was worth it. He it's walked like out. a week. Yes. He walked out in tremendous pain. <laughs> but you know what? Your wife has given birth to four, three children. Yeah. Don't talk to me about pain. And yeah. <laughs> she, you can do it. You'll be fine. Yeah. Um, it's the least you can do. I accidentally scarred. <laughs> Am I just shaming him into compliance? Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, my, cause I teach freshmen and, um, and I love my freshmen that I teach. Yes. They're just like the best group of kids. And I can't even remember how this came up one day, but I was telling them that I have a friend who after, so she, her first kid, she measured her hips before she gave birth. And then she measured her hips, not like her belly, her hips. Yeah. Or no, 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 no. I'm so sorry. I got that wrong. She measured her hips like what the day she got home from the hospital. And then she measured them again like a month later or something. And they got smaller by like 14 inches. And she's a small person. Mm-hmm. Um, and That's so, a Yes, your hip, her hips, change. her bones shrunk by over a foot. Well, it's because of relaxing. It yes. like causes. Yes. I mean, my feet are bigger. Oh, my, my feet hips are definitely bigger. are. I mean, yeah. I will never be able to sit and fit in a size four, nor will no, I try because no, no, no. that's just not healthy. Yeah. Uh, but, but you yeah, know what I mean? I not told, that I was a size four before I got pregnant, but you but get I, the idea. I told my freshmen that and all of the boys were just like kind of aghast and I told them um this is what good and and I said this is what makes females the superior gender (laughs) and there's a lot of great arguments well yeah I was just like these are important things that you should know as a 14 and 15 year old (laughs) they should they need to be just like straight up thrown the facts let's not hide any of it for them well I didn't that day that's for sure (laughs) good (laughs) scare scare them yeah 
Yeah. So anyways, that's that's terrifying. What kind of things would you put on your mental list to convince you not to have? Well, it's interesting because I definitely had a moment recently because like the kids are in when they're in Mm, this really nice, fun place where we're just enjoying each other. And I just am really loving motherhood, which Mm -hmm. is not all the time. And that's normal. But when it is, it's just really wonderful. It can be so wonderful that love and experience and everything they do is so freaking cute. And, um, and, and you made that and like, I don't know, it's just like, there's, there's all of these great feelings. And so I'm just spending time with Franklin's like, oh, we could totally do this again. Oh yeah. Ben had a vasectomy. Yeah. And that's how I talked myself out of it. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, we can't. And that's good. Yeah. <laughs> and well, also for me, it's my goals and I don't think mm, I really want to yeah. go to grad school. I'm in the process of applying to grad schools right now. Uh, and I just have big dreams for myself. And so two kids is what works for us. Yeah. And I'm ready to move forward with my goals and dreams. And while also being able to spend time and support my family, if we had one more, it just makes it that much more difficult. Yes. So it's kind of like learning to prioritize myself, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's part of it is I'll be... <laughs> I'll be like, okay, so if we got pregnant right now, what things do I want to do in the next nine months that would be horrible pregnant? Oh my like gosh. we want to camp. Everything. Yes, we want to camp a ton this summer, and every single one of those would be really oh, hard. You'd be pregnant. pregnant. All yes, like in that the alone. heat, or going to the beach in the summer, or you know, like that kind just of thing. The exhaustion in day to day activities yes. when you're pregnant. I mean, yes. your body is doing so much as you sit still Mm -hmm. that (laughs) functioning as a human with a family is... I am 10 years older than I was when I was pregnant with my first kid, you know? And so the different... And and that was a rough pregnancy, but the exhaustion, I could tell my exhaustion level was so much different with Charlie than it was with my oldest. I think my my body would have a much harder time this time around because I've really started to feel my body's changing with age mm-hmm. and not like you know obviously I'm only 33 I'm fine but yeah you know I mean I, I had surgery I but had when it, COVID and yes my I mean it's taken me it really took a toll on my body and yeah well harder and, to recover and I think that um like 33 is young but oh, when yes. it when you talk about childbirth 33 I can't remember what year they 35 is and that's when they consider geriatric, geriatric. Yeah, which is worst name ever. Uh, yeah, and I understand why they have to do that, but yes. yeah, like we're almost there, which right. is weird to it think is weird. about. So. Well, and that's part of it too. I mean, I think there's something about there's this just natural thing in our mm-hmm. bodies that are like baby, 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 baby. Yeah, you know. I mean, that's that's yeah. Why our species continues. There so. were some friends that I was with. I think when I was with pre- when I was pregnant with Charlie, or right after I had them, and they were both saying. When they realized their last one there was their last one, it took them a while to kind of accept that emotionally, you know, and um, and so that's something I think about every so often. It is, and and as we give, because you know we've held on to some things for ten years now, because after we had Ava, it's just so expensive, and so um, so oh, yeah. now if you have yes. space for it, it's safe to keep. It oh yeah, just in case. Yeah. So by the time Charlie wears certain clothes, well, Henry was not with us when he was this size. But once we hit the three T's, um, which will be like three to four T's in the next year, um, we're hitting clothes that Harrison, Henry and now Charlie have also worn. Mm. And, you know, so we're getting like we're I'm giving away lots of things that have a lot of nostalgic value to them. And uh, some of these clothes. That's hard. Yeah. That we're getting to our clothes that I bought. When we were have Nick accidentally donated. Oh my god! 
That would break my It was actually a tragedy. So it was a total accident in the oh. middle of moving. Ben accidentally donated all of Evie and Frankie's baby clothes. <laughs> I had a really hard time with it. Yeah. And it makes sense. It does. It was at the same time, it was like, you know, they're just things. I was trying to, like, justify mm. not feeling that way. But I'm starting to learn, you know, what your feelings are going to come. And you have to embrace yes. them and work through them. You can't just, like reason yourself out of your feelings and so I had to process I had to like mourn for that like I was never going to see the tiny mm. little outfit every wore mm-hmm. home from the hospital again I that actually be- went and looked for it online it was it yeah. was kind of devastating that would be hard I think that a lot of clothes maybe I could give up but there are certain outfits that have like the outfits coming home from the hospital or Outfits that I have with pictures of, like, my grandpa, who is no longer yes. with us, holding them, things like I wanna that. I want to get, like, a treasure chest. Oh, that's and such a good idea. put older outfets. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I still have our cute little Doc Martens, though, so that makes me oh, happy. Oh, I love that. <laughs> but I do, because there are, like, my mom has certain clothes of mine that I wore when I was a baby, and then she took pictures of Ava when <gasps> she was that age. You know, so there's a little oh. bit of that, too, is, like, love that. some yeah. of the nicer clothes. The generational. Yeah. I want to hold on to just mm. for that reason. Oh, another thing that helps me when I have that feeling is Evie, because she had colic. Mm. And so we don't know, like, Franklin did it, but I don't yeah. know if we're going to have a baby again that has colic. And, oh, my gosh, Evie, of course, was worth every single second. And that experience made me... A stronger, better person, and I think a better mom. And then, yeah. Uh, that said, I don't. I don't need to go through that again. No. I think that one time was my growth period, and mm. my transition to motherhood. Worth it in every way. No, thank you. It's a miracle. <laughs> it's a miracle you had a second baby after that experience. <laughs> I'm just like being very honest because yeah. I think that sometimes, because you don't know, you don't. And, and I think at that point, I justified it as. This is how I see my family. I can do this. Okay. And I think I was at a place where I had come to a realization of self-worth and esteem that I didn't have mm-hmm. before having Evie. And so, and confidence in my ability to take care of an infant, even if they're crying all the yeah. time. Yeah. And I think um, that would have helped me get through it a lot better. But yeah, I, I'm so glad we didn't have to go through that again. It's, it's hard. And then, you know, you, your baby... Something's wrong, mm-hmm. and everyone's just telling you. You're so helpless. You're, you're so helpless. Mm-hmm. And then if you let yourself, or not let yourself, no, it can, it, this just develops because you're surviving. Like, you go start going to a place of hopelessness, yeah. and yeah, um, that's when it gets real dark. Yeah. So. All right, what's your thing today? <laughs> My thing is the funny, inappropriate things. My <laughs> wonderful, smart daughter has been saying in public to random strangers or whatnot lately and how (laughs) hard it is. Um, You actually had a really great recommendation for dealing with this, but first I just want to get in my stories. So um, one of them was recently, um, Evie's been very interested in what's the difference anatomically between a boy and a girl. Mm -hmm. You know, generally speaking, girls have... Um, vaginas and boys have penises, right? And so she knows, like, Franklin is a boy. Yeah. You know, someday I'll educate her that not all boys have penises and yeah. all that stuff, but that there's a lot of nuance in that. And yes, there's all <laughs> different ways of experiencing gender and, and all these things, but, you know, she's three. So we're doing the best I can. Anyway, the point is <laughs> this guy came into my parents' house 
um, very nice gentleman was taking the salt in for their like water softener. Mm-hmm. And um, he was just sitting, standing, talking to my mom. And <laughs> Evie goes, uh, Mama, is that a boy? And I said, yes, he's a man. And she goes, does that mean he has a penis? <laughs> <laughs> and I just turned so red and I think he just pretended not to hear us. So it wasn't, I'm just like, um, I, I mean, usually yes, typically. Sure. Um, what was another, oh my gosh. So there's just been a lot of moments like that. There was a moment a couple months ago when she, we were at urgent care cause she was sick and she kept pointing to the, um, PA's eyebrows, which weren't even that like, protruding or significant Mm -hmm. but maybe a little different than what you might see like he was a fine looking person yeah so she kept saying his brows are different (laughs) and like in her little voice and I'm like "Mm -hmm, mm -hmm." and and, and then she kept going what's she saying what's she saying you know what's she saying and I'm just like oh she's just I just didn't know what to say she's just saying she's What's (laughs) and then she keeps saying it over and over and I just I mean I had no no ability at finding how to make this like so I just ended up telling him like she's talking about your brows and I'm telling her that there are all sorts of people out there they can make it there's all sorts of eyebrows out there there's all sorts of eyebrows and different eyebrows are okay but he's also like his eyebrows aren't that weird so it like was just sounded made it sound more so now he like went home and was like I felt so bad because I feel like if you saw someone like Dan or um so Dan Levy and Eugene Levy they have pronounced eyebrows that suit them so well they're kind of like known for their you know what I mean especially like Eugene Levy like if it was a character like that right but this is like a normal average eyebrow person man pretty average Maybe like more manly eyebrow, but not by much. I mean, like, it, you know, I'm not normally looking at people's brows and like really examining like this. Like, yeah, it, but <sighs> that's so funny. And the next one was Gave him we an were eyebrow at, complex. Oh my god, the poor guy. I'm sure he's like sure enough of himself. <laughs> I mean, he's pretty much a doctor, so, so he's funny. doing all right. Yeah. I think I stalked the guy on Facebook to see like, okay, he looks happy and like secure. He's got a nice family, like. Like this eyebrow comment, I, I doubt he thought of it for more than like a minute. You know, like I was so concerned for him. Like gone on Facebook, and his first post or his most recent post was like, "Does anyone think my eyebrows are weird?" Oh. Like he was like asking for affirmation. Oh, poor guy. <laughs> well, I think he had kids too, so I'm sure they've told oh, him plenty of things that 100%. helps. I was like, oh, okay, good. If they're good. a parent, I feel like they automatically understand yeah. that kids cannot be yes. Control. Well, Evie's always pointing out my yeah. facial flaws. Oh, yeah. My kids, my mustache. like, <laughs> And then one of the kids once, I can't remember who it was, was like, Mama, your teeth are really yellow. <laughs> I was like, thank you yeah. so much. Oh, well, this brings, speaking of personal body parts, uh-huh. we were at story time. And Evie's like, um, points to my breasts and cups them with each of her hands in the middle of story time. And she's like, what are these bumps? <laughs> and I'm just like, oh. I, I don't think anyone heard that, but I was like laughing. And so one of the moms was like, I didn't hear what happened. I was like, she, and then the truth just comes out. Cause I don't know how to cover well, for and myself. It's another mom. It's another mom. So yeah. I was like, oh, maybe this will bond us through our vulnerability as Brene Brown was so I, funny. Um, and I'm like, oh, she was pointing at my boobs <laughs> and wondering what these bumps were. <laughs> and I was like, I'll t- I try to tell her, I'll talk to you about it later. You know, that's a private spot on my body. Mm-hmm. Um, it's my breasts. <laughs> and, you know, just the way we grew up, like, 
I don't know, you saying breasts and penis and vagina is, oh, yeah. is just, it's hard to say. Well, so. yeah, like I, I don't think that, because now, of course, the whole thing is you use those words because <laughs> it, it's it's a protection from yes. potential abuse. I yeah, think. yeah, 100%. And because they can describe it if it happens and then abusers yes. are less likely to Well, and there's less shame abuse. with it too, yes. Yes, and it de-shames, yeah. Um, but I don't Your know. normal, if, natural body parts. Yeah. That's the idea, at least. I mean, if you don't do that, I get it. <laughs> but. I don't think we did not grow up with that. Right. At, you know, which yeah. was just the times changing. Yeah. So anyways. Everyone's doing the best. They can. Yeah. Yeah. So we're like navigating inappropriate comments. Um, another thing she was saying this morning, which wasn't, was fine because it was just like me and her dad, but she's singing to herself. She's like, tell me you love me. Tell me you love me. Else do you end up dead. <laughs> It's just this like obsession with death lately. I think it stems from her love of dinosaurs and their bones or fossils. Mm-hmm. And so you have to kind of explain. Um, like one of my favorite psychologists, Dr. Becky, says like yeah. if they ask, then they're ready to know with an age appropriate answer. And so like she's like, what are these? I'm like, they're bones. Like, where do the bones come from? From the dinosaurs? Like, well, the dinosaurs died and decomposed. Yeah. And she's and I'm like, so they're it's a dead. Natural train of thought. Yeah. So when other like so in her play, she'll have other animals die, and instead of <laughs> them being killed, she'd be like. I'm going to get you dead. <laughs> like, cause she doesn't know what I dead you. She doesn't know that like, there's yeah, a verb. She's using, yeah. <laughs> For, and I don't really want to teach her kill. Like I'd rather oh, her say I'll dead right. you. Kill yeah. sounds so vicious. <laughs> um, so anyway, that's what we're dealing with. I'm sure there are plenty of people who've also had this experience yes. and it brings up what Natalie uh, mentioned to me when I told her the story about the brow man, <laughs> <laughs> which she, the way you talk to your kids is, um, you know, there are some things that are okay to think, but you want to keep them inside your head. Yes. And those involve all of our private parts and other people's private parts. And if you have a question about those, like, come to me another yeah. time. And I haven't had that talk, like, well, she's after. Not, yeah. You know, like, in the moment, I'm like, ah, breasts, yeah. ah, <laughs> B- brows, <laughs> different, ah, that's about. Freezing. So, <laughs> anyway. And also, it's just, like, shared experience Well, I think, and hilarious. Yeah. We had to have that talk with a, a few of our kids. That's just <laughs> more, um, if you have a question about someone else's body, yes. you ask me in private. Yes. Because, oh, and, and I think we tell it. them, um, because Henry in particular, one of my kids in particular, mm-hmm. has questions about everything. Yeah. Everything. Which is wonderful. is wonderful, but... Everything. <laughs> and um, and it's he's a very curious child. So we, yeah. we've had a few conversations where um, if you notice someone or if you notice something about someone and it's a person that we don't know, or even if it is a person we know and you have a question, you ask mommy or daddy, but you ask them when we are alone. You don't mm-hmm. ask us in front of that person. Yeah. And we've said you know, sometimes there's things that make us sad when we think about, you know, and so, um, and you know, like you don't want other people pointing them out. Maybe like Henry is a little bit shorter. He does not want people pointing out. And so we'll kind of use that or, you know, anyways, that makes me think of a big shame experience. Not too big. Mm -hmm. When I was a kid, I don't remember maybe eight or nine or so. And we went and picked up my brother from his friend's house and 
his friend's mom must have gained a little weight. Mm. And I said, Mommy, is she pregnant? And I kept asking <gasps> over and over oh, and over. No. Right? And, you yeah. know, and, ugh, poor yeah. man. That's yeah. not, not a good feeling. And I have to say, because I think that's happened, you know, my body is just shaped in a different way. So we were with very close friends, mm-hmm. and one of their kids asked, and and I remember the mom said something, and I was like, no, listen, if it's going to happen, I can be that safe place for this to happen oh, because yeah. I can, ex- I understand this is how my body is shaped, you know? Yeah. Like I'm perpetually about three or four months pregnant. That's just the honesty of what it is for me right, right now. And so in that moment, it was like, no, this is a good place for this to happen because now you can have a conversation that's yes. like, we don't say that in front of women. There um, are teaching moments. Yeah. When yeah. they're with someone comfortable. Exactly. Know? And yeah. so, you know, in that situation, it's. Like, it is what it is. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I don't think our kids have ever, I'm trying to, th- I can't remember a time that they've ever asked a question about someone's body or whatever in public. Um, I can't, it's not saying it hasn't happened. <laughs> I may have just blacked it out at this <laughs> oh, point. <yeah. laughs> but, um, but, yeah, the, the questions about, because I think I'm so worried about that. I'm so worried about us affecting how someone else thinks about themselves mm-hmm. or anything like that. I do remember there is a comedian, um, I can't remember on Facebook or Instagram or TikTok or whatever. And he was born with one leg. And so the whole thing that he got, I think at least that he came into my world vision, whatever about was because he would have these hilarious costumes every year. Like he did a flamingo one year. And so that's how like I started seeing him. But then he does stand up too, apparently. And there was a skit that he did that said, um, you know, kids ask a lot because I have one leg where my other leg went. And she was, and he said, um, parents have a lot of very strange answers for this. It's hilarious listening (laughs) to parents. But he said the one that his favorite answer he ever got was um, one kid was like, why, what happened to his leg? And the mom was just like, it happens sometimes. And then they just walked away like, and he was like, it was so genius and to the point. Yes. And I, I remember and remembering it's true. that. It happens be- sometimes. Yeah, it happens sometimes. And I think, it, and he kind of tells the joke, like they were in a hurry and whatever, whatever. But, um, but he was like, it was so easy. Could it have been that easy for years? I've been trying to explain to people why I only have one leg. Could, could I have just been saying it just happens sometimes this whole yeah. time? And so I, I tried to keep that kind of language in mind too like yeah you know sometimes it happens and that's just like like I don't know I don't want to be like laissez-faire but at the same time well especially about something like that like there's nothing wrong it's just different yeah and it does happen sometimes and it's less often that we see it and that's why it stands out absolutely yeah I love that that was a good topic Thank you. It was a fun one. I've been writing all of her things down. So I love it. I think that wraps up this episode. Second one in. Yep. Thanks for joining us for the second episode of 2022. And honestly, just like we're back in the library annex. Yeah. Well, actually, let's just say honest. We we're recording two episodes at the same time, so yeah. we've been we, hanging we have, out. We have we're, to make this as easy as we can for ourselves. Yeah. Sometimes <laughs> it still works. Just, oh, a hundred percent. And like being able to look at you, I feel like my energy yes. and my listening and my engagement, right? it's so, uh, so much more personable. It feels, you don't realize that loss over no, Zoom. No, because that's mm-hmm. how we had always ever done it. Yeah. But I, it feels so much better yes. being like in person it does. And it's it. also just like, how do I not know all these things you're sharing with me, Natalie? Like we live <laughs> by each other now. And, but I'm also like, oh, this is wonderful. We're catching up. We'll also just. It's perfect. You know, yeah, yeah. I love it. I Yay. miss this. This is oh, so good. 
And we love you. We love you. Um, Thank you so much. Make sure that you, wherever you listen to us, whether it's Spotify or Apple Podcasts or Stitcher, make sure that you rate, review, and subscribe. Share us with the people that you think would enjoy our podcast. Mm -hmm. Uh, Make sure you're following us on... Reach out. Say hi. Yeah, Yeah, we're on... Oh, go ahead. Go go for us. Oh, you can follow us. We are on Instagram at Lumpy Mother Podcast. We are on Facebook also at Lumpy Mother Podcast and Twitter at Lumpy Mother Pod One. And if you want to reach out via email, the Lumpy Mother Podcast at gmail.com and tell us how are you? Especially some of our um, people who used to email us. Yeah. We miss you. Yeah. We have to remember how to log into our email. (laughs) All right. Thank you so much. Bye. We'll see you in two weeks. Bye.